Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, he is Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. In your it is a dimly lit room where deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound. And here we are on Hope Day, and our general manager is... You know, I don't feel very strongly about anything in particular. I was thinking of going with the federal budget, because those battles have begun, but uh, I don't know. Do you have any ideas? Good Lord! Um, I don't know. I know. It's dry, but it's important. Oh, jeez. That's right. Gotta do the work adults do. That's rough. How about planes crashing into each other? Or almost crashing what? into each other? What the hell's going on? Every oh. single day there's a story about planes actually crashing or nearly crashing at our airports. Somebody mm. taking off while somebody else lands on top of them and barely missing? What the hell's As long story? as they miss, barely miss, please. Come you, on. Get, you got two smaller planes that did smash into each other yesterday in the sky and fell to the ground and death ensued. No. But there have been a, a bunch of close calls, including an airport I fly out of regularly. The uh, Burbank Airport. But, I am um, flying tomorrow. So God can we help talk you? about this next week, please? Next week. God help you. <laughs> 
So we're going to play some clips from various uh, transportation, this or that, talking about how it's, it's out of control. But I did hear one person interviewed with Jake Tapper, and they seem to have statistics to back it up, saying this is about the same number we have every year. Just for some reason, it's in the news, so now everybody's paying attention. It's hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nonetheless, I'm going to take an active role on my flights. I'm going to stand right outside the cockpit and shout, you see that one on the right? You got that one? All right, cool. cool. Hey, there's another one right there's over there. One. There's one coming in for a landing. Let's wait for them to land, all right? All right. Let's see what else we got. Good God, are you looking out the window? There's planes everywhere. That's what I would scream. And then you get wrestled to the ground like that one dude. Uh, oh, my watch just talked to me. I can't figure out how to get my watch to just stop butting in every now and then. And I can't figure out why it butts in now and again either. I'll, it happens semi-regularly. What can I do for you? You can shut up. Your watch. <laughs> Unless you can make me a sandwich. Just, just leave me alone. <laughs> right. You're a watch. You can tell me the time. Um, uh, duh, what was I saying? I got distracted. Uh, apparently bug me five times a day that I need to walk more or something. Leave me alone. Maybe you ought to walk more. I have a bit of a, a birthday hangover from my son's 13th birthday in which we ate at his favorite restaurant, McDonald's, and uh, I over-ordered. And then we went home and had birthday cake on top of that, so... Couple quarter pounders of cheese fries with chocolate cake on cake on top of it. Oh, that's a good oh. feeling before you go to bed at night, mm. especially for an older fella. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow, that's that's some good living right there. So we mentioned this yesterday at this time, the big walkout in France because they do not want to give up their early retirement. Great story in the New York Times today about that, about how that is the national identity. And that's what they're fighting as much as anything. This is our right as the French to work for a little while and then get to retire and do whatever the hell we want. That's what we get to do. You know, if you can design a system like that and make it work, I'm at least going to sit there for the sales presentation. Problem was, the problem is that only works if you have, and I'm sure you'll get into this later in the New York Times did, uh, the only way it works is if you have huge numbers of young workers. Well, yeah, even compared that, to the the old folks, uh, you know, uh, kicking around, drinking their red wine, and eating their baguettes. Well, and yeah, unless your population is going to like double over however many years, it doesn't work is the thing. And but it works for a while. And the people who uh, who 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 retire or are about to retire don't want to ever end it. That's for certain. I'm glad yeah. that's not that it's not yet. It's growing for a certain segment of our country. But at least for now, our national identity is work your ass off. Way more than, uh, you know, uh, hang around and and, 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 and and relax and do nothing. That, that you're owed that by life or something like that. What a weird what a weird culture that is. And as you're seeing, it doesn't work. But the strikes they had in France yesterday were huge. They had to close down most of the schools in the country. Because not only did the teachers walk out, but the kids walked out. Because the kids are parents. Their parents wanted the kids to not show up. You right. had flights not going out of the big airport in Paris. No, all kinds of businesses shut down. Everybody, no, hell no. I get to retire when I'm 62 and then just lay around for the rest of my life. Who's with me? Well, I tell you what, uh, unrealistic as it is, you can see easily how you build this uh, system and the expectations in the post-WW2 years of decimated country and population. You've got the baby boom and the pop young people just everywhere supporting the old. And you build up these expectations, and, and it kind of reminds me of uh, both Jack and I early in our careers, very early in our careers, Gladys. I mean, back in the day, uh, we were both production directors at radio stations. You were a production director, right? Oh, yeah. 
which meant you were in charge of putting the commercials on the air, making sure they were produced. And it would be, you know, Friday at 2 o'clock when it was time to go home and some sales idiot or some jackass and <laughs> management or whatever, it would be five minutes before you walk out and they'd say, oh, hey, hey, these, uh, these uh, 27 Coke commercials got to be on for the weekend here. And you're like, what the blank? Are you effing kidding me? You... But you'd have to sit there. And that feeling, that feeling of... You bastards. I was walking out of here to start my weekend. That's what the entire French population has. They're thinking, wait a minute. When you're 62, you get to head to the Riviera and sip wine and go to art museums. That's the way it works. You're walking in here five minutes before I retire and telling me I got to work at my crappy job for two more years. It's a great illustration of expectations once built are extremely difficult to alter. Yeah, uh, the New York Times article, I'll read a little bit from it later, but um, just I, di- I didn't realize it was such a part of their culture. But more than any other Western society, they uh, feel it defines them, the whole work-life balance. Well, you know, work-life balance depends on how much money you make, really. If you don't make enough money to have more of a balance, you spend more time working than not. I've certainly done that many times in my life. My My yeah. balance was like... 85% work and 15% not for many, 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 many years because that's all I can afford. Well, yeah, but again, in the defense of the French, which I rarely am, uh, it worked for a long time. Yeah, You just got to do the math. It's a heck of a way to craft society, which we're working on doing right now, though, where you craft it for the current people knowing it can't last. You know, it strikes me that in American politics, too, the one thing we never do is do the math. We will char- We will tax you a dollar a day and then give you $5 a day when you retire. Yay, I'm voting for you. <laughs> you never do the math. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Uh, we should start the show officially so we don't get in trouble with the FCC and end up in Gitmo. There are actually disc jockeys in Gitmo mm, yep. who didn't yep. start their shows officially. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Wednesday, March the 8th of the year 2023. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Okay, then let's begin officially according to FCC rules and regulations. The show starts at Mark. I think his comments about uh, the United States needing to pump the brakes or there's going to be some kind of conflict. I think China, the Chinese Communist Party, is the one that needs to pump the brakes. That was a little bit of a the jerk store called and they're out of you. I mean, it was, you know, I saw those comments in print and thought, wow, that sounds good. Let's go with that clip. I didn't realize it was uh, presented uh, in such a uh, <laughs> halting fashion. You're, you're telling us we need to pump the brakes. Well, hey, hey, listen to this. I think you're the ones that need to pump the brakes. Ooh. You're- Headshot. You're going to kick my ass? <laughs> well, maybe I'm going to um, kick yours. Hmm? Yeah, it is It is worth reading in print, though, the strong statements from uh, high up in the Communist Party of China talking about, hey, conflict's inevitable, inevitable with you people if you don't back off. I also got some interesting inside information on a story we got into yesterday. As Speaker McCarthy was planning to go to Taiwan to meet with the president there, who's a woman, and uh, and for some reason they they changed the trip, so now the 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 president of Taiwan's coming to meet in California because they thought it would upset the Chinese too much. And I thought, what the hell is that? Well, I got some uh, in, inside information of how much damage it did 
to Taiwan when Nancy Pelosi went there. Oh, wow. And that's why they don't want to do it again. Yeah, that is interesting. Feels well, of like course, that ought to be millions known. of people want to come to California for, for vacation. I mean, maybe she just thought, you know, I've never been there. Disneyland, Yosemite. Sure, see those stupid stars outside that stupid theater. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> tourist board, I apologize. <laughs> maybe uh, sit in some L.A. or San Francisco traffic. Get an idea what that's like. Fabulous. Uh, maybe see a hobo or a thousand. Um, <laughs> yeah. How does mailbag look? Oh, it's good. Very nice. Oh, probing, witty. Mm. <laughs> probing and witty. I'm into the Fox Dominion case. More testimony coming out yesterday in the, the preliminary rounds of that whole thing with that voting machine system suing Fox. And we, we know more about what the hosts were saying behind the scenes and all that sort of stuff. What's this going to do to journalism, if anything, depending on how the ruling goes? I think that's really interesting. And uh, a great piece kind of along those lines in the National Review today by Andy McCarthy uh, trying to give some other uh, other side of the story to the Tucker Carlson January 6th tapes that came out Mm -hmm. Uh, along the lines of, hey, you all ran a completely one sided edited so-called investigation. Mm -hmm. This is what you get when you do that. That's what I said the other day. People are going to want to show the other side. That is exactly what you said. Right, Um, right. Andy McCarthy, who's he? Huh? He needs to tap the brakes. (laughs) Well, it is what it is because he is who he is. Yeah. That's why it is what it is. Exactly. Yeah, see, you got to speak forcefully like that. (laughs) Some more on the way. Text line 415-295-KFTC. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. 
Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Reporting Ron DeSantis has lost weight, so he's either running for president or leaving his wife. One of those two things would seem to be true, and I don't think he's leaving his wife. So, uh, yeah, that's a a common thing. Write a book, check. Lose some weight, check. America is just not going to elect a rotund man or woman. That is the thinking, I guess. I don't know. I guess. Is that why Larry Hogan dropped out? Got a head like an egg. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, he said he's for the for the good of the race. Yeah, I have a feeling if you thought you could win, you would have stayed in. But, all right. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day, going back to Alexis de Tocqueville. This one's, uh, you know, kind of a statement of our beliefs around here. But no state of society or laws can render men so much alike that education, fortune, and tastes will interpose some differences between them. In other words, you can absolutely kill yourself to make sure everybody's equal. But education, luck, effort, priorities, etc. will make their outcomes vastly different. It's always been true, always will be. And uh, as I've noticed, having two kids, this seems to be true for society also. If you want to focus on the stuff somebody else has, you can always make the argument that somehow you're being cheated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not that. That's funny. I thought you were going to go in with uh, Thomas Sowell's great point that you take kids from the same family, raised by the same parents in roughly the same circumstances, and you're going to have wildly different outcomes. And you want to impose equal outcomes across an entire society? You'd really have to be an idiot to think that's a good policy. But there are a lot of educated idiots running around. And I just had a little dust up with the kids. And so I was in uh, in each of the rooms speaking to them separately. And they are both telling me exactly the same story, which I had to point out to them. You never punish him. I'm the one who always gets in trouble and he gets more stuff. That's funny. That's exactly the same thing your brother just said. So that seems a little weird. Wow. <laughs> Put them both in a room, and uh, you settle it, and then issue me a report. Would you have a bipartisan report? Here's your mailbag. Drop us a note. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Question from a longtime listener. Travis in Olympia writes, uh, guys, happy birthday. Happy 13th birthday to Sam the Clam. But how about your other son? No, not Henry. What about Jack Jr.? He's got to be at least 20 by now. How's he doing? Jail, army, dance troupe? Haven't forgotten. Uh, what's that thing where you claim your back hurts and you can't work? He's got that going for him. <laughs> He's on a fake disability class? Yes, yes. He's doing the fake disability thing. He's about 28. Plays a lot wow. of video games. F-L-A-J-E. Haven't forgotten about Little America Jr. either. <laughs> That's right. I used to make references to Mr. and Mrs. America and Little America Jr. Talking about the... Yes. Typical American family. Jack Jr. is 28, claims his back uh, hurts and he can't work, and he's uh, hoping to be a YouTuber. So, Wow. Good luck with that, son. <laughs> uh, moving along on the topic of level four travel warnings, uh, Gary writes, Hey, boys, what would happen if the same State Department template for level four warnings for parts of Mexico were used in the U.S.? 
I suspect Chicago, L.A., Oakland, Baltimore, St. Mm. Louis, Atlanta, Memphis, Detroit, and plenty of other blue cities would warrant level four warnings. That's a good question, or certainly areas of the cities at least. Your AAA, TripAdvisor, New York Times Travel Section, other chroniclers would be forced to shout, stay away, and Bob's your uncle. Uh, yeah, it's a good point. Certainly sections of those cities would be no-go zones. Absolutely true. Well, that's pretty interesting. Victor in San Jose with a great point. Our governor wants to look so tough. That would be lunkhead Gavin Newsom. <laughs> California won't be doing business with Walgreens, says Newsom. Because Walgreens will follow the laws of other states in order to do business in those states. Newsom disagrees with those laws, so he'll punish a business operating in California. Hey, why doesn't Newsom enforce the laws of California? Where was Newsom when the waves of people were running through Walgreens stores stealing things off shelves? How many of these people were punished? Did Newsom reimburse Walgreens for all the plexiglass they had to put up to lock up shampoo, toothbrushes, and makeup? That's a great point. How about the laws of your state, you lunkhead? Yeah, and if you did, if you didn't hear us talking about this story, uh, reporters uh, contacting the governor's office. What do you mean by punishing Walgreens? How are you going to? You punish- won't do business with Walgreens. Yeah, yeah, you, you no answer. So it's yeah, just we, as, we, we, like most politics now. It's purely gestures, performative, etc. Shrinkflation hits pepperoni sticks. All right, Charles. My oh. grandson's a Boy Scout selling pepperoni sticks as a fundraiser. I noticed that the other day. I saw a Slim Jim that was like a little straw. Yeah, holy crap, have you seen what they've done to this treasured American snack? They're still using the same packaging, but the pepperoni is only half as uh, thick around, and there's a full inch and a half space toward the bottom. Yeah, it's yeah, it's got a girth problem. It needs to get some of those pills we advertise in between oh, commercials. Oh, boy, is that pills or injections? I don't know. You know, I'll take a pill all day long, but injection isn't happening unless it, I really, really need it. Man, we've got a lot more great emails, but no time to squeeze them in. Oh, my God. Darn it. Uh, it's probably good we're quitting while we so we can regroup. If you miss an hour of the show, get the podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. 
basically everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. With all due respect to, to the, uh, the Chinese foreign minister, uh, uh, there is no change to uh, the United States posture when it comes to this bilateral relationship. We seek a strategic competition with China. We do not seek conflict. That's John Kirby uh, speaking for the White House. And if you're not following the whole U.S.-China thing and where it's going, um, uh, well, you should be, because it's probably the biggest thing going on in the world and might be the biggest thing going on in the world for the next century. I like the Wall Street Journal headline, U.S.-China plunge further into a spiral of hostility. Number one, spiral of hostility is the title of when they publish my diaries. Um, and, and secondly, that's that's not a good descriptor. No, no. And people thought things were kind of heading a little maybe away from conflict there right before the balloon showed up. Mm-hmm. And then things have really gone the other direction. So the Chinese foreign minister, who John Kirby just uh, referred to, Made some strong statements yesterday. We made some strong statements. So the Chinese foreign minister said, everything the other side does is seen as negative and done with evil intention. That is the Cold War mentality. Um, Evil intention from the United States. That's interesting. On the anniversary today, I believe, of Ronald Reagan saying, was it either the the evil empire speech or the tear down that wall speech, or were they the Mm -hmm. same speech? Anyway. So, uh, so you got uh, that being called. Uh, we we have evil intentions, do we? Well, that's 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 too bad. Hate to see that. Um, according to the Wall Street Journal and a whole bunch of other people, I I know that are like think tank people and that sort of thing. We are screaming toward conflict, which is uh, really unfortunate. Right, China's leader, Mister Xi, elevated the tension, saying. Uh, China faces an all-around containment, encirclement, and suppression at the hands of Western nations. And his foreign minister followed up with a warning that unless the U.S. changes course, quote, there will be surely be conflict and confrontation. Uh, Beijing has drawn closer to Moscow, according to the Wall Street Journal, which is obviously true, including during its war on Ukraine and stepped up military provocations against Taiwan. Well, on that topic, I was communicating with a think tank person yesterday who heard me completely inaccurately describe what was going on with uh, Taiwan and the Speaker of the House, as I was just guessing I didn't have any idea. Uh, But my speculation was all wrong. So you'll remember that Nancy Pelosi went ahead and landed in Taiwan right at the end of her career there, and that was seen as uh, very provocative. And even Joe Biden, even the White House, was trying to get her to not go. They thought it was too provocative. She went ahead and went with the support of all the Republicans and none of the Democrats, which was a weird political turn there right Mm -hmm. at the end of her speakership. And um, so, and, you know, people like me and you, I think, uh, thought, you know, good. We get to go, the the Speaker of the freaking House gets to go wherever the hell she wants, especially to another democracy. You know, hell with you. Sure. China, and whether or not it pisses you off. Um, Plus, you know, it's more of a gesture that if uh, China comes for you there in Taiwan, we got your back. 
Well, so Kevin McCarthy was scheduled to go to Taiwan, the current Speaker of the House, and uh, talk to the president. And now they've changed the trip, and the president of Taiwan is coming to California, not because Kevin McCarthy decided it's too provocative, but because the president of Taiwan decided it was too provocative to go over there. And I got this from uh, the think tank, think tank person I was referencing who talks to other think tank people that know about this sort of stuff. The Taiwanese loved Pelosi's visit, but in many ways, they ended up being worse off afterwards. China encroached much more aggressively in Taiwan's air and naval space and could use a visit of another U.S. House speaker as an excuse to change the security situation even further in Beijing's favor. Um, and also this think tank person who is a listener to the show Heard you once refer to Pompeo as a warmonger. I don't know if you did or not, but uh, uh, that doesn't sound like me. But he's hard ass. He's, he's a pretty aggressive. He's certainly yeah. on the aggressive end of things. Um, but the the think tank people agree that he was a, his stance would be a little too aggressive. And we need to figure out the sweet spot on that whole thing. But so apparently, China ramping up the flying into their airspace and everything like that. After Nancy's visit, made the t- made the president of Taiwan think I don't want another speaker coming here. Boy, I don't know about that. So it worked. So China says you better not. You know, uh, cocks their fist, and it works. Mm, so to speak, as I pointed out, and clearly I'm cut out for the think tank world, I'm willing to think maybe two hours a day if I can break for lunch after an hour. But as I said, the Taiwanese probably calculated, you got to choose your battles, you got to know when to push and when not to push, and they thought it was in their best interest to just take it easy for a little while. I thought this was interesting, so I'm not mentioning this think tank person just because they didn't give me clearance to do it and I, did, I forgot to ask, So, but I'll just leave it anonymous, it doesn't matter. Uh, it's time, Henry Kissinger, it, all right? It, yeah, I, uh, yeah. I, I text Hank Kissinger. I call him Hank. Hank Kissinger on a regular basis. The Taiwan question is complicated. We support them, but we don't want a war. They'd be hurt the most, so they're the ones most eager to prevent one, which makes sense. I love the island, but the idiots in their government treat me like a Chinese spy when I go over there. China's diplomats, on the other hand, roll out the red carpet, meals, gifts, and charm. Even though they know I criticize them, because they read my stuff, and uh, so that's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. So Taiwan not quite working the right angles with various thinkers, talkers, writers, but China putting on the, the, the charm offensive. Well, yeah, I would say the, the superpower who's trying to convert someone rolls out the red carpet and the flowers and the, the meals and the rest of it. And the little island that could be obliterated by that superpower is much more cautious. Well, I would think you'd want to be nice to people who are on your side, though. I, I suppose. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what the thoughts are behind the behind the uh, the, the powers. You're not surprised that the president of Taiwan backs down to China flying into their airspace and thinks, hey, we better not have another Speaker of the House visit us. I'm surprised by that. Well, yeah, like I said yesterday, I just they calculated that it was in their best interests to be cool for a while right now. Um, and that's their relationship with China is completely unique. And I think it's really impossible for Americans to picture it and to understand it. Maybe after years of study, you could. But um, they have to be careful in a way that I don't think we can even imagine. 
because they're worried about being invaded? Oh, invasions, one, you know, invasion, blockade, economic uh, embargoes, sanctions, uh, just there, there are a hundred tools I'm sure China could use to, to make their lives very, very difficult. We got to ask Mike Lyons what the latest thinking is on this. We'll probably have him on soon because of Ukraine, man, if you're not following the, the Battle of Bakhmut, there are going to be books and movies and songs about that battle, maybe for hundreds of years in the future. But we should ask him about this. I wonder what currently, how likely it is that we actually would come to the defense of Taiwan if China moved today. I'm, I don't know. I go back and forth and thinking we absolutely would and thinking, I don't think we probably would. I don't think the American population would stand for it. I don't think the current president or maybe even if it was a Republican would say, hey, this is in our good interest to, to fully get in war with China. I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, I'd be guessing, but I, I, I t- would tend to doubt it. I just think it's interesting that both Xi Jinping and uh, and Vlad Putin are saying many of the same things. The West is so mean. They're trying to contain us. They want to attack us. We're the victim here. We're only uh, acting like this because we've been beset by the evil West. And, you know, if it works for their peeps, keeps them in power. But that Wall Street Journal headline that you mentioned, that's the sort of thing that you... That like me being a fan of history, you know, you read that from, uh, I don't know, the London Times in 1938, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, U.S.-China plunged further into a spiral of hostility. Oosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, sometimes the old spiral of hostility just kind of peters out and you go back to being buddies and trading and... And then is trading each other's corporations and investing in each other's farmland right outside of Air Force bases and that sort of thing. It'll be fine. <laughs> no, no, it won't. Yeah, I would bet the other way if I had to bet. Here's what I'm also going to bet. Xi Jinping lives to be 93 years old. Of course he does. It's just the way these things go. Had that conversation with somebody just the other day. The old why don't dictators have heart attacks conversation. How come they never get cancer? How come they never trip over? A c- I got a friend who tripped on a curb, hit his head and died. Like oh, 62. Lord. Um, how come that never happens to dictators? I don't know. Spicy times. Spicy times. I'm reminded of our conversation about the French. They've developed this expectation that uh, you get to retire early and then live the life of leisure uh, for the rest of your days. That's the French ethos. I think a lot of people, you know, ages 30 to 70 or so, roughly. 60 anyway, grew up in a period of relative peace and prosperity around the world. Yeah, the Cold War was bristling, and yeah, there were conflicts here and there, but mostly it was peace and prosperity, and here we are plunging into spicy times, and I don't like them. I I like the other times better. Make it exciting. Make it spicy. Remember when Bill Clinton, uh, uh, looking for sexual favors from his employees, was like the biggest crisis in the country? Right. Yes. 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 Uh, Hillary remembers. Yeah, a, a, a military that is your peer or maybe a Navy that's even better wasn't making comments about how you're just asking for a fight. That was not happening back when we were talking about Monica Lewinsky. We didn't have to worry about those things. Hey, here's a separate headline I just see up on CNN. Maybe we can talk about later. Elizabeth Warren, remember her? Sure. Engine, Native in, American gal. In the kitchen? I think I'll have a beer. Remember her? Yeah. Um, so yesterday we had the story that uh, Fed Chairman Powell said they're going to raise uh, interest rates several more times, quite a few more times probably, to try to get this inflation thing under control. Senator Warren warned that Powell's rate hikes will put 2 million people out of work. 
So is she arguing toward, for let's just let inflation eat up everybody's savings until we're all poor? Or I don't know what I don't know what her economic plan is, but well, I don't I don't know. And as always, you have to uh, you have to answer that question in two ways: what she actually thinks and what she's trying to signal to her would be voters, whether she thinks it or not. Yeah, good point. Uh, do we have any other choice? But to raise interest rates and try to get inflation under control? Because I don't know about y'all, but I ain't digging this whole 6 to 8% pay cut every month. Yeah, my kid, who's at the beginning of her career, got a nice raise. Uh, she's done very well in the first year on the job, a little bonus and everything, and it will, it will keep her at the same rate of pay, thanks to inflation. And if you're not getting that raise, you are going backwards. I am going as, backwards. As housing costs and other costs go up, 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 up. Oof! God, why would you tune into this radio show? I don't know. I have to. It's in the contract. Did you listen to that radio show where they say we're about to go to war with China and then talked about how we're all going broke? That's fun, wasn't it? That's great. It's a million laughs. <laughs> Boy, you want some laughs? You compare the, uh, the the Democrats and Republicans' plans for balancing the budget. They're both hilarious. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> bitter. 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 How about this headline? I pretended to be a 14-year-old boy on yeah. TikTok. What I saw was terrifying. I read that. That troubles me, as I have a 13-year-old boy as of yesterday. And the the main thing on that, and we'll get to it later, is you don't have to go looking. The stuff finds you. Yeah. Okay, so that's a drag and depressing, too. Let, let me try again. More than half of the world will be obese by 2035. Half Overweight or obese by 2035. Hey, yeah. but, that'll, but that'll make us all look better, right? There you go. There you go. It's good news. Comparatively speaking, we'll all look better. Mm-hmm. That is good. <laughs> well, I wonder. So in like 10 years, will, will, we, will humanity even remember what human beings used to look like before we all got fat? Maybe not. Well, I'll just get used to it. That'll be fun. My, it helps out with my whole eating McDonald's and birthday cake lifestyle. Uh, our text line is 415-295-KFTC. More news of the day. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on... 
the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Columbia University last week announced they will no longer require SAT or ACT scores in undergraduate admissions, while UMass announced that you no longer need that show-and-tell project. (laughs) That's some sort of shot at Eastern universities that Eastern people are hip to. I guess, yeah, I didn't didn't get the punchline. UMass, they're idiots! I didn't get the punchline, but at all levels of education, how we're doing away with various standards to try to get people in. So that's all trying to avoid getting sued for discrimination, right? So it gives you more leeway? Um, no, no, I don't think so. No, it's it's a way for progressive universities to continue to use racial preferences um, by eliminating objective standards. Because if they're told you can't discriminate by race... They'll say, okay, well, uh, let's see. Let's uh, eliminate the one standardized uh, number that might show that we're discriminating by race. Instead, we'll go by interviews and essays. Yeah, that's what I thought was happening. Maybe I just didn't say it the right way. But that's the reason for doing away with all this stuff is so they can stick with their whole being racist in their admissions, but pretending they're not. Yeah, essentially. How long is that going to last? Anyway, that's its own interesting thing. The back and forth between U.S. News and World Report and uh, and their whole college rankings thing and some of the top law schools, Harvard, Yale, they're all dropping off. That's an interesting battle because there's a lot of those same uh, racial preferences, dynamics going on there for all the sins of the list, which I have called the evil more than uh, 50 oh, times. Yeah. It's nothing but bad. It does actually measure data about what you get in terms of you've borrowed this amount, you're likely to make that amount, um, and and. While they're bad at what they do, it occurred to me as I was reading this, okay, we're eliminating yet another set of data in favor of just kind of a murky, we'll take your word for it. Right. And I always remember, so Larry Summers, who was Obama's financial guy, but he was the president of Harvard back in the day, lost his job for complicated reasons. Um, But him saying... They changed all these things at Harvard, and he said, and he'd look out the window, and it was still mostly rich white kids, and he couldn't figure out no matter what they changed, it was always the same result. Hmm. Um, so you said yesterday that you thought that the way this whole kidnapping thing was going to go down, first you said that they were probably uh, scrambling to figure out how to get those the, the Americans that were still alive back to us, and that happened pretty quickly. Yeah, the cartels were gangs. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wh- whoever was behind it, the uh, the you know they they kidnapped four Americans, probably mistakenly killed two of them, got the other two back quickly as soon as they realized, uh oh, we have brought down worldwide attention on us and for no good reason. And then you said some poor dupe was going to pay the price so they could arrest somebody and uh, say, hey, if we, we we took care of it, and that is what happened. 
some 24-year-old Mexican national who supposedly was guarding the house where they were being held was arrested yesterday. And just by the picture of him, he just looks like, just just his picture and the way he's standing, he looks like a guy is like, he ain't in charge of nothing. Yeah, the cartel boss said, who's expendable? And his lieutenant said, Pedro's an idiot. Right. And he said, all right, poor guy, turn Pedro over. Tell him he was in charge of the whole thing. He pulled the trigger. He planned it, everything. And Pedro goes to jail for a while and probably escapes in a while if he's at all useful to the cartel. Yeah. So uh, one thing that the New York Post story said, this Jose Guadalupe, 24 year old Mexican national who was uh, arrested for the kidnapping. It also says uh, the cartel members held these people for days and tortured them tortured them then I, tr- I clicked on the hyperlink and searched on it and i couldn't come up with any information on that have you seen anything else about that no i haven't no, either I haven't. so hey new york post you can't just throw the word torture in there like they were torturing u.s citizens and then not follow up on that because that's obviously takes it to yet another level and they killed two of them uh we we're making all kinds of loud noises in our government about how you can't do this sort of thing i would imagine we are putting a tremendous amount of pressure on the Mexican government to make sure that that doesn't happen again. Yeah, I have to keep reminding myself, though, we all saw the, the video on Monday, right? Is that when it surfaced? Uh, uh, day before yesterday, yeah. Something like that, yeah. Uh, that had been taken a week prior, right? Yeah. Or four or five days prior, at least? Yeah, so the, yeah, these people were kidnapped a week ago. I don't know why the video came out on Monday night, and we all saw it, and we're all talking about it. And then the next day, they find a way to turn the two living Americans back over. Or have them be discovered. Yeah, well, a, a key factor is definitely the perhaps uneasy but undeniable cooperation between the Mexican authorities and the cartels. Yeah, so somebody they said... They have each other's phone numbers and they use them. Somebody said to somebody, we got to arrest someone. Find me someone to arrest. Mm-hmm. Which was your prediction and that is exactly what happened. Joe will be predicting the ends of more stories as the show goes on. If you miss an hour, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty on demand. Armstrong and Getty. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.